Step right up, ladies and gentlemen. We got two lively old men here. We got lots of shit to talk about. You know, like music, hot women. You know, like anything we can think of. So you best listen up. Many a long, long years ago, I met this deadhead hippie. Down at Nabisco. Now he is one of the coolest dudes that I know. Then one day he asked me to be on his lively old man show. I wasn't sure if that was something that I wanted to pursue. But he bought me every fucking day until my boss turned blue. Then one day I decided that I'd give it a go. That's when it turned into two lovely old men show. Two lovely old men show. Episode two, two season two. We are here once more. Woo-hoo. This is the Two Lively Old Men podcast. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, see what we're about on there as well. How you doing, Derek? I'm doing great. And sometimes you can hear me perform like songs. And uh, I'm okay, but you might like it. Well, you get plenty of hits on your YouTube page, so. Yeah, I've got over 10,000, so that's pretty good. Yeah. I wish you, I, we, we'd get 10,000 listeners for this. I would like that better. <laughs> well, I'm sure our five or six people are happy. Yeah. See, five or six times go. 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Anyway, that, that would be great. Right, so how are you doing with it raining outside? Because it's been raining a lot here lately. You know, I guess it's better than the ice we had. But. The song comes to me, raindrops keep falling on my head. You know, uh, uh, B.J. Thomas. Yeah, Blowjob Thomas. Yeah, my mom used to listen to him. That's how I know that. Blowjob Thomas. I used to say that too. <laughs> Blowjob Thomas. No, I don't mean to disrespect him because he died a few years ago. Um, he was he was very good, and I liked his voice. I can't imagine anybody else singing raindrops. And uh, yeah. But there's a verse in there that I like. It's, I will never stop the rain by complaining because I'm free. What do you think of that? I knew you were cheap. I didn't know you were free. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Dude, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but I like that song a lot. Yeah, I've got a lot of memories of it. Like I said, my mom used to listen to a lot of music when I was a kid. And we didn't. Didn't have a TV, and when we did, it was a little tiny thing, so. Right. So I, um. That's part of why I read so much, is because I had all those years of no television. I mean, that. Kids would come to school, talk about what they saw. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. All right. I know we had the argument in our last episode. What was that, a a month ago? Anyway, (laughs) uh, on our last episode, we were arguing about reading. I'm going to change a little bit. Yes, reading is good for you. You should read. It is not a waste of time for anybody else but me. Okay, there you go. That's a good one. If you feel it's your waste of time, then that's fine. Thank you. I can support that. Thanks. I can support you <laughs> wasting your fucking time. Uh, me and my sister used to go into the library. The librarian was used to us checking out like five, six books at one time. And you could go in there and find all these books. Because back then we had the cards in the back of the book at the library. And you had to sign your name or whatever to it. So they knew who had it. 
And uh, you would look at all these books, and you'd see me and my sister's names in all these books in the back of the cards. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, we read a lot. That's cool, though. I mean... Again, no TV. So that's how we did our time. Homework and playing outside and reading books and listening to music. Now, did you not have TVs in your house? Um, there was a couple times we had TVs, but first of all, we weren't allowed to watch it that often at all. It wasn't like you could just watch it whenever. So, that's odd to me. Yeah, well, it was normal to us, so... I mean, I grew up with TV. Yeah. No, our kids have, too. Yeah. So I had TV in my room most of my life. Uh, TV in your own bedroom? Fuck! And, and my parents <laughs> paid for cable in my room, which was awesome. Yeah, we, no. Me and my friends watched a lot of, uh, like, HBO comedy specials that were really dirty back then, and... Of course, the late night movies on Showtime that were like hard, hard R. So I go spend the night with my friend Scott, and uh, he lived uh, not too far from our house. And his parents, they had a TV, so I'd watch TV at his house with them. Yeah. And uh, when I'd spend the night, we'd watch the late night TV, which was the wrestling. Yeah. And uh, Benny Hill. Yeah. And yeah, we watched that stuff, uh, the creature feature or whatever, Swamp Thing. I mean, I yeah. I remember Benny Hill. And then at 2 o'clock, it'd go, beep! It was done for the night. Right. It'd be like, play the <laughs> national anthem or something. And then we would go out. Yeah. Um, people don't know that these days. It sucked. Especially if you, uh, during the summer, you know, when you're off from school, you got in the habit of staying up super late and sleeping in till noon, which I did. Did your parents let you sleep till noon? Uh, depending on if I was working or not. Your parents sound sort of strict. Well, my dad was a state police officer, an ex-Marine. Yeah. So he was kind of strict, yeah. Okay. Not strict as in bad, because I know people, we didn't have to worry about, we weren't afraid of that or anything, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so. Well, there's nothing wrong with raising your kids right. You look how you turn out to be a great human being. So. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. I really mean that. And I, the, I, even though my father thinks opposite of me on quite a few things in this world, I've noticed as he gets older, he's mellowing on a lot of that stuff. I think the world of him, even though we don't agree on things, so. so he's, he's Republican, that type of thing, you know. Uh, yeah. So he's liberal? No. Now? Although he was not a Trump supporter. <laughs> He's not that Republican. That's good. Um, I'm not against anybody uh, who's... I'm, like I said before, I'm not against anybody's political views. Or Republican, Democrats. Um, I don't give a shit. Um, yeah. I just don't think we should be fighting over it. And I don't think that we should get too extreme about it. That's all. Yep. I, don't, I used to pay a whole bunch of attention to that shit. I found other ways to entertain myself now. You know, like I said on the old podcast, you know, I've seen people lose friendships. Yes. Families not talk to each other. Yes. Because one's a Republican and one's a Democrat. Think that's, about that, That's people. bullshit. Think about that. Yeah. Is that really worth it? You want to die uh, with that kind of, you know, thing not settled? Just because uh, of that? Sometimes it can't get settled because somebody pushes their view on you so hard. For whatever reason, they get pushy and open, and they can't talk about things that aren't about that. You know what I mean? That's sad. It, it, well, I know of people that watch the news constantly, and they're always talking about, you know, this is happening in the White House, and this is happening in Russia, and this, you know. And I'm like, huh? You know, there's there's <laughs> a few extreme people at our work, yeah. and I, I I know who they are. I will never mention a name, but when they talk to me, I try to get out of the conversation as soon as possible, and I hardly listen. So that's all I got to say about that. I've lost interest in that stuff, is the best way to put it for me. Right. I'm about peace and love, people. We all need to get along. I'm serious. And I'm not joking around, you know. We joke around a lot, but, you know, we really got to get along. We really do. And we get, really got to accept people's differences. 
you know, we're all different, and that's all I got to say about that. What do you think? Some are more different than others. That's what I think. That's right. <laughs> but uh, if we get too extreme and too emotional about things, we're, we're losing family members. Um, think about that. Is that really worth it? Or know. friends you've known ever since grade school. Right. Yeah. So, anyway. Exactly. I've seen a lot of... Uh, if you want to know what this has to do with rock and roll here, I've seen a lot of uh, uh, rock and roll stars who... You know, publicly put out their views. Yes. And it turns me off, quite frankly. I don't give a shit. Just rock and roll, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? I will say, though, they have the right to put their view out whether I agree with it or not. They have a platform others don't have, so... But some are extreme. But so, yeah. They, there's those that go to the I'll extreme. give you an example. Yeah. Ted Nugent. Okay, I, lo- I love his music. I grew up with his music. I think he's a phenomenal guitar player. He's an interesting character to watch and listen to. The fucker loves to hunt. Um, but his political views are just way out there. You know? I wouldn't be surprised if he don't kill somebody someday. I don't know. But anyway, let's get to another subject. All right. What do you, what, what you got in your mind? Um, Steven Tyler. Um, let me... No, no, don't tell me. Lead singer for uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Right. Took One of the most distinctive voices in rock and roll. Great voice range. Um, still hitting it at 74 or whatever he's at. Hitting it. By hitting it, you mean voice? Right. Okay, so I thought of something else when you said I'm going to hit He might even be a little younger. I'm not sure. He so might be hitting it still. Don't quote me. I know he's in his 70s. Earlier 70s, right? So anyway, he's somebody came forward um, and said that he, you know, sexually abused her when she was young, and oh, he, that's right. He basically adopted her so he can take her on tour, and then she got pregnant, and then he made her get an abortion, and that's the story in short. Uh, okay, there's a few things about this that, you know. I don't know. I kind of take issues with. Um, for one, let's just say that is sh- shitty. Uh, uh, if Stephen Tyler did that, that was that's shitty. That's right. Up. I don't like that. You know. Uh, but in saying that, there's a lot of rock stars, Jimmy Page, and I, mean, I can name a million of them, who were with underage groupies. Oh yeah. Then, back then. Oh yeah. Even. Uh, 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 the drummer from the Eagles. What was his name? Don Henley. There's shit about him. Yeah. You know? There's um, plenty of it. Look it up. Um, my issue talked is, about that in past My podcasts. issue is, is if back then, or say maybe even 10 years later, uh, 20 years later, maybe even 30 years later. I don't know. I don't know. There's no statute of limitation now, I guess. And uh, I think it's like 50 years ago, actually. You know? And I have to say, by the time I was in my 20s till now, I'm a totally different person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my morals have changed. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life that I, you know, I look back and I go, God, if I had a brain, I wouldn't have done that. (laughs) You know, so I don't know. Uh, Tyler was supposedly 27, and she was like 16 or something like that. And he actually adopted her. Her parents let him, which... There's something right there. That right there is weird. Adopt 
this kid so he wouldn't get in trouble to take her on tour. And of course, he would take her on tour and have sex with her, right? Um, Steven Tyler, um, uh, book? I read a book. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't <laughs> a book. In the book, I saw it off a YouTube video. Oh, okay, a clip. Yes, a clip. She, you know, said all the stuff that he did. Some of that. There you go. Okay, so Stephen Tyler wrote two books. One of the books said that he had this relationship with a young girl, and he mentioned the age, so he was honest about it. Right. He said he was in love with her. He said all kinds of stuff. It was she said it, he she turned him on in her little tomboy outfit and weird shit like that. And he hey, this she's sixteen and he's twenty seven. Okay. And I guess she heard this, and she said, okay, he didn't mention my name, so I'm not going to say nothing. Right. And this is what she said. So I don't know. Um, and then, in the second book, he actually mentioned her name, her full name. Oh, okay. And she got mad. She's like, now I have to tell my children. I have to justify this to people. I have to talk about it. Because yeah, it's people out will be there. asking me questions. So maybe she did have a right, since he should have just kept it quiet. Said he made, he made a big mistake, and he just blabbed It seems out. to me like you couldn't use her name without her permission. Even if it was for something that was good, you still would should get their permission for putting it in a book. But I see her point. Yeah. You know? So, of course, she's close to retirement age, so she probably wants to get a retirement, too. So, so she's suing him? She is suing him. Oh, Okay. And I don't know if criminal charges could be, if it could be, she'll probably take a settlement out of court. Right. But there's no statute of limitation on this anymore. This came along in that, that Me Too movement and all that stuff. Oh, okay. So there's no statute. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he can get criminally charged or whatever. Or she's just suing for money. I don't know. But uh, I'll bet she's just suing for money because he put her name out there. But I think 50 years. That's a long time. Yeah. But it's a shitty thing to do and take advantage of a young girl like that. Yeah, but we've, we've talked about in other podcasts how other rock stars have done the same thing, unfortunately. But so maybe he does regret it. I don't know. He probably does. Not because he's getting sued. There's things I've done in my past I regret. I mean, like you said, when you're younger, you make decisions you wouldn't make nowadays. You know, you've learned a lot of things by then, so yeah, but hopefully. When I, when I was 27, I had no... I never wanted to be with a 16-year-old. You know, I uh, I was looking at women. No, you were looking at women? Women. No, really? Yes, sir. I never would have guessed that. My wife specifically. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's the hottest woman I know. How about that? So she's so hot, does she run on like in shorts all the time? Um, no, because she's so hot. Oh, hot shorts like? No, just shorts because it's hot. <laughs> um, she dresses very conservatively. Yeah, my wife is a conservative dresser too. But once in a while, you know. No, no, I meant by she's hot. You know, it's hot all the time. I wish I was cold. I tell you what, she she is hot, and when she's not, she's cold, cold as, as ice. <laughs> ACDC, everybody. AC motherfucking DC. That's right. All right, so. First of all, this is something you and I talked about uh, when we were out working one day, and uh, I came up with what was called a show that we should have on Adult Swim called The Whole Family. 
<laughs> H-O-L-E, the whole family. Yeah. And we'd have a show all about the whole family. And, of course, the baby would be called Butthole. <laughs> Dad, obviously, would be called Asshole. <laughs> That's all right. Mom would be Bunghole. <laughs> Big brother is Cornhole. Sister, Glory Hole. Uncle Harry Hole. <laughs> Uncle Harry? Uncle Harry Hole. Grandpa, of course, because he farts all the time. He's stink hole. <laughs> and then you'd have your chubby grandma, and you could call her uh, a donut hole or pie hole, maybe. <laughs> I thought that'd be a funny show. That's awesome, dude. We got to get that going. <laughs> oh, yes. Come up with a story about the whole family. Well, maybe we can start doing like a radio show and have characters of those guys. And then maybe we can turn and find somebody to animate. Well, I happen to know a writer. What if you'd be interested? Do you know an animator? No, but we could probably figure it out. That'd be cool, man. The whole family. Yeah, don't so, fuck. Do we copyright that, people? Don't fucking steal it. Yeah, it's, it's on right here that we did it. So. Yep. Yeah, okay. I know I came up with that at work one day. Yep, that's right. RCA Records. They want. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just thought that was funny. I started, it's... One of those days where you, it's, everything's uh, going good. You got a lot of time on your hands. You're just thinking, and I come up with the whole family. That is so great. You are a genius. That's why. Sheer genius. That's I'm why. Wiley Coyote. That's why I work with you on this podcast because you're so smart and you think of the best things. <laughs> well, I'm sure somebody's listening going, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, when I brought up the Steven Tyler thing, though, um, I was going to ask people, you know, is there things that people do that could uh, turn you off to their music? I mean, like, now that you know this about Steven Tyler and you know that's a wrong thing, would you stop listening to him? Um, me, personally, I have too much invested in Aerosmith. I've listened to him my whole life. It brings back a lot of youth and memories. I love Steven Tyler's voice. And I think he's probably sorry for that. I don't know what's in his heart. But, you know... I forgive him, <laughs> but that was the wrong thing to do. Would you stop listening to Aerosmith? Uh, no, that doesn't change anything to me. I mean, it was wrong. I agree with that. But Which brings me to the subject of Motley Crue. Okay. Motley Crue's had a pretty crazy career. Their whole career has been controversy, and they've done a lot of bad things. And I personally don't really like Vince Neil anymore. I think that he's a puke. Um, he's a uh, uh, he's, he's bloated and and he can't sing worth a shit and he flops all around the stage. He has lost his voice, that's for sure. Yeah, and so I don't really care for him. But it's not that ain't the reason. His appearances and because he can't sing is not why I don't like him anymore. Um, one of the reasons and the biggest reason is because he killed a guy back in the eighties, uh, Razzle from um, Hanoi Rocks, and. Uh, and I thought, you know, he did a lot of things to make up for that. He did, you know, he talked about it, and he, but he just got a slap on the wrist because he's a rock star and he had a lot right. of money. Right. Okay. Let's let's go forward some. Um, he's been arrested for drinking and driving. I've saw at least two times since then, and it's probably more. And he killed somebody. You know, he fucking killed somebody, and I think that that's shit. Uh, what a what a shitty fucking dude. I mean, he's he could afford to take a limo. He could afford to get a cap uh, taxi. He could probably get somebody to fucking drive for him. But no, 
the bloated piece of shit <laughs> drives around. Yeah, BPS, bloated piece of shit, BPS. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, when I was looking up the Bruce Dickinson video, I came across this Motley Crue video, and it really disturbed me. And it probably, it's really hard for me not to listen to Motley Crue because they're kind of uh, fabricated into my youth, so to speak. Just like Aerosmith. Right. But it's hard for me now. It's really hard. I'm very conflicted. And I'll tell you why. I have the video. And uh, I just want to tell everybody it's a race. It's really racist. And uh, so if, if, if you've got a trigger or you don't like that, I don't like it. And it pissed me off. Um, don't listen right now. Um, <laughs> let me see. Let me make sure. Every time you hear battery fine, I'm turning on my Bose speaker. Because I don't know, for some reason it's turning off by itself. And, uh, it's I got a sleep that, mode. I have to get that fixed. But let, let you know, my battery is fine, baby. <laughs> All right, so here's the clip. He keeps his motor clean. So uh, I'm going to give you a scenario. So... There's a security guard, a black man, and he's holding back the crowd because, you know, how metal fans, they get a little excited and trying to get over to the band, and he's doing his job, what he's supposed to do, and he's keeping them away. And here's what transpired. And hopefully a commercial won't play, and if it does, I'll have to edit that out. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Did you ever see that before? No. I never would have guessed that at all. I am very disappointed. Throw, throwing the N-word in there had, uh, should have nothing to do with what is going on. Okay, so what I saw in the video, Vince Neal and McMars kind of stood back, and they had nothing to do with it. But Tommy Lee came and threw something at the guy, and he, uh, you didn't hear it on the show, but he made a racial remark also. But plain and clearly... Uh, Nikki Six, you know, said the N word, and that I, was Nikki Six. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was okay. I thought you said it was Vince Neil. No, no. Okay. And I just, I mean, where did that come from? I mean, 
why would you use that word? Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. That really bums me out, people, and I don't know. I'm gonna, I might have to uh, either remove my Motley Crue or uh, fast forward because I just didn't like that. And uh, huh. I don't know. It just bothered me. So anyway, let's get to a better subject. Can you think of a better subject? <laughs> Can I think of a better subject? Yeah. You know, Mick Mars is in his 70s, you know. He's retired. Yeah, I guess. Well, except I guess he'll do some album stuff once in a while, but he's not going to tour anymore. Now, I've seen uh, things where they said they made him go, but really? uh, Eddie Trunk said that ain't true. Uh, he said, uh, you know, Mick Mars has his health problems. Right. So he just can't tour anymore. You know? You know what I mean? I know what you mean, Vern. All right. We have tried to do a, a, a podcast that was... You know, um, about 70s. Oh, yeah. 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 And I wrote a whole bunch of shit down about 70s. And, so uh, uh, tell the people here a little bit about what you told me at work about. You said the Stairway to Heaven, Gilgan's Island montage thing that you... Yes. I should have found that. So they're, they're singing Stairway to Heaven with the Gilligan's Island theme music or it's... The other way around, you Stairway to Heaven music with Gilligan's Island singing. Turn, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's Stairway to Heaven music, and them singing the Gilligan's Island. Here, let me find it. So quick. it's the yeah Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. You want me to find the, it real quick? The words. Here, I'll but find I'm... it real quick. We'll be right back. We're gonna find it. So I looked up the Gilligan's Island uh, Stairway to Heaven clip, and you said you never heard it before. You said I have not heard it. No, I just okay. heard you talking about it. Yeah, I came across it. Just looking around the internet, which I do a lot. I, I'm a YouTube surfer. I mean, I I surf YouTube, and then there's things on the side, right? It's a never-ending hole. <laughs> All right? You mean like that whole family on the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The never-ending hole. There's one. And it's hard. That's the slutty cousin, never-ending hole. And then you look at the clock, <laughs> and two hours have gone by. And you're looking at you, you just worthless shit. And this is one of the worthless shits I came up to, but it's So cool. that's not wasting time? <laughs> this guy here, I'm gonna, you know... To the moon. Why I oughta... Okay, anyway, so here is the Gilligan's Island theme with Stairway to Heaven music. Ladies and gentlemen, right here on Too Lively, Old Fox. Check! One, two... There it went. It's gone. <laughs> there we go. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a faithful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this time. Ah, that's great. The maid was a mighty sailing man, skipper brave. No, we gotta post this onto our Facebook page. <laughs> that that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. <laughs> Check this out. This is where it starts to run. Anyway, now the ships are ground on the shore of this uncharted. 
that is beautiful. You know that that you know I was sick of Stairway to Heaven, and now I like it. <laughs> Only that. That's room. awesome. I love that. No, we'll have to post that on our Facebook page. That's awesome. You know, but I was wondering at the end if he was going to say the Skipper and, or what does he say? Um, and the others. Yeah. So they don't say the Professor, Professor and Marianne. Marianne. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, they, damn, how they, come they always get left out? They said the rest. The rest. Later they added Professor and... Yeah, but early in the whole show, yeah, they didn't... They weren't important. And I have to tell you, Marianne was my favorite. She was hot to trot. And the she, Professor had a lot of good ideas, too, but none of them ever seemed to work. Hell, he made a fucking phone out of a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> and why? Wait, wait. They had that transistor radio. How come this seemed like they always had batteries for it? Yeah. They didn't, couldn't plug it in anywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Weird, huh? Oh, that's right. They had it hooked to this bike that Gilligan would ride to keep it charged. That's what it was. <laughs> because if... back in, what, is that the 50s or 60s, whatever it was, they had rechargeable batteries everybody could use, right? Right, right, right. Oh, <laughs> shit. Charge it right off a coconut. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if they had orgies on Gilligan's Island. It does make you wonder if they made a porn sto- story out of it, yeah. Oh, gosh. We know they did. <laughs> They're trapped on this island. Come on. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if you can think it up, they made a porn about it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, like I like I was telling the other day, you know, I saw, you know, this guy all dressed up like, you know, Rambo. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, uh, like First Blood. And it was called Rambut. So... <laughs> But I don't, I don't look at porn or nothing. I hope you don't think I look at porn. I never look at that. Not but, in front of anybody, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that can fuck up your mind, porn. I don't, it's, 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 it's bad. So that is just... I've heard a lot of different mashups that people do. That's one. That's a really good one. I like that one. I know. I've right? heard a lot of different mashups. i got friends that send me mashups all the time. I wonder what how far they go with it. Here, let's listen a little more. I just was rocking on that. I want to hear like what they say when there's a way down the road. You know what I mean? Here we go. We're Jimmy Page is coming in here. I never saw Jimmy on the other time. Uh, he's now. You think Jimmy go after the very end or? Jimmy's Jimmy got him all. I love it. I love it. I have to say. People are always coming up with some of the best stuff. I should have made that up myself. I don't know why I didn't. I think I did and he stole it. No, that was I think that was made a long time ago actually. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yep, I do. So you said something the other day at work and asked me if I knew what the square root of 69 is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I forget what that was because I said 96, but that wasn't the right word. Well, I heard That's this. the opposite, I guess. So. I heard this from my mom and dad. <laughs> uh, thanks, mom and dad, for teaching me the most important things in life. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they would say the, uh, the heat of the meat multiplied by the angle of the dangle is the square root of 69. Yeah, I went to a lot of math classes. I never heard that one. <laughs> never heard that one. I'm sure somebody out there has heard that one. You know? I'm just sure of it. The angle of the dangle is always important. Exactly. Always important. What did I do my other people? You know, I brought up with my wife, you know, having sex the other day. But she said, we can't have it tonight, honey. I got supply chain issues, so. <laughs> people having problems with eggs. We're having problems all over people. Ah, listen to this guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She rolled her eyes at me like normal. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> so, anyway, I wrote down a list of, um, when we did our, if, when you do post, if you ever do, we did a kind of a video podcast. We tried it. I mean, we had a lot of technical difficulties. Eric might put up some clips here of it here and there if he figures it out. Or not. I don't know. But in case you don't see it, if he does it, I have a list of the top songs of 1970. And I'm going to go through it a little faster than I did on the video because I was slow on the video. And uh, Yeah, that was part of what didn't feel right. But some of the things we might have to discuss. All right. High points. Okay. And I'm not going to do this the songs on some of them. I'm just going to go through it. I'm just going to say the artist who was in the tops in the 1970s. 1970, actually, the year I was born. So that was a great year. The year of the dog on the, Chine on the Chinese calendar. What do you on the Chinese calendar? Do you know? Not a clue. All right. Well, you're going to have to find out because it's very important. I guess. Yeah. And you know, I, I've got my whole life not knowing it. So. And it's funny I'm the year of the dog, and I'm such a dog person, you know? I love dogs. You are a dog person. You're yeah. correct. Yeah, and I'm a dog myself. I'm Derek the dog. <laughs> so that could be a good cartoon, Derek the dog. At fifty, we had a Santana. At forty-nine, we had Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, these are the tops of the seventies of the top bands of the seventies. Deep Purple, forty-eight. Bread. Do you like bread? Um, I like wheat. <laughs> I'm not a big, huge fan of bread. I'm yeah, I've listened to them over the years. They're, it's <laughs> fine. It's not something I listen to hard very often. So Derek and the Dominoes. I like them. Yes. Led Zeppelin, of course. But I have to say, I'm sick of a lot of songs they overplay on the radio of Led Zeppelin. Um, and I was going to have a discussion with you about that. Do you ever... Is there songs that you know are great songs, but you don't really care to hear them anymore? Freebird. <laughs> There's actual lists on, um, like, when you go into, like, music stores, and they have a poster of songs not to play. And in some bars also. Oh. And Freebird's one of them. Stairway to Heaven's another. Yeah. I mean, they got a, a, a list. Part of the problem is, it just, I mean, yeah, they were really good songs, and if you were to rate the top songs ever, blah, 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 they're in the list somewhere, if not at the top, potentially. But sometimes it's like, I only heard it... You know, because I heard Stairway to Heaven, what, in the 70s? So I've only heard it for, like, 50 years, or no, you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 the the radio station would just play it over and over and over. And right. It's like, I know it's a good song, but, God, that group has other songs that are good, too. Right. <laughs> um, I'll have to say, though, I think I mentioned this before, but there's a, a, a Kennedy Honors video on YouTube, and Led Zeppelin's being honored. And um, Heart plays Stairway to Heaven, and I watch that probably once or twice a month. 
So I love that version. Hart so. is known when they're both together anyway to play Zeppelin music in their concerts. If I know that I've seen them play a lot of Zeppelin songs before. Yeah. Um, I think Hart's one of the best bands ever. And they got two females that are extraordinarily t talented. You are correct. Yeah, I love Hart. Yeah. yeah. And I, they brought a new kind of flair to that song when they play it. And it's different. And because her singing. and But the cool part is Jason Bonham, John Bonham's son, when they're doing The Honor, is on the drums. Right, yeah. And, of course, Jason Bonham plays with uh, Sammy Hagar in the circle, and he's the drummer on that, which is one of my favorite bands right now. Yeah, he used to have his own band, Jason Bonham Band, it was called. And he did yeah. an album, of, and there's originals on it that they did. Of course, I did a thing on Vic Johnson um, before. I, I did a, we did a show on him, remember? Oh, yeah. And he was he's great. And he played on the Bus Boys back in the day. Um, who did the theme song for 48 Hours, which was... Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And, and what, Nick Nolte? Yeah, and the song goes like this. There's a reason everybody should be shaking in the house tonight. And you should grab your dear lady and promise her you do her right. I tell a fat jack to jump back and give you a shot of some booze. So you can party to some stomp down butt pump and rock and roll rhythm and blues, yeah. Cause the boys are back in town. I think they just rocked. I love the Bus Boys. But Vic Johnson was the guitar player for that. And then, then he played with uh, Sammy Hagar and another band that Sammy Hagar had. Um, and now he's playing with The Circle. And I think he's incredible. He plays all the Van Halen stuff. He plays all the Sammy Hagar stuff. He played stuff. in the Sammy band, the Wabos. Yeah, that's what it was. I think it's who it was. Yeah. So, check him out. He's a talented motherfucker. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, on my list here, I named some people, and I'm going down the list, and I don't know where I was at. But I'll say 42 was the Jackson 5. And 41 was Crosby, Sills, and Nash. And I just want to say something about Crosby, Sills, and Nash. And even Crosby... Crosby, uh, you know, the, the one with the three, and then, I mean, they have so many different versions, right? Um, but Crosby's Nash is probably the best one that people like, you know? What do you think? Probably. I prefer Crosby's Nash and Young, so. Okay. Well. But I love Neil Young, so. So, they've been on the list a couple times, I noticed going down the list. Okay, so then we got... Black Sabbath is on the list. You can imagine that way back in 1970, Black Sabbath came out with heavy metal. That would be considered heavy metal back then, yeah. yes. Now is it rock and roll? It's probably hard rock. Yeah. Yeah? I don't know. They've got so many different genres in rock nowadays, and especially with the metal stuff, yeah. All right. So we got Santana on the list with Jingo. Right? Santana was very popular back in the 70s. He's on 39. And then, of course, we got the great CCR with the great John Fogarty. Speaking of John Fogarty, he finally got his whole library back. I heard that. Yes. And I was so glad to hear that. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he, him and his family members and friends that were on CCR, they hated each other because they stole his shit, pretty much. And uh, I don't blame him for being bitter. You know, it's a shitty thing to do. Right. And I'm on Fogarty's side about that. About everything I've read, and I've read a lot about it. And uh, they fucked him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fogarty's so, another one I like a lot. Yeah. But it's too bad he gets it back when he's like, what is he, probably he's, 78 years old? He's in the 70s, yeah. Uh, he could have used all that before. Of course, he ain't hurting for money. 
But remember, I told you I did an episode where he got sued by his former bandmates cause when he did a new album, which was you know he had Centerfield on it, mm-hmm. and you got to hide it, hide. You got to jump and run again. Old man down the road. Yeah. So he got sued for sounding too much like CCR. But he was CCR. Exactly. <laughs> so isn't that ridiculous? That's it, ridiculous. It did get thrown out of court, but it cost a lot of money. Yeah. So it so was just some lawyers that made money on that one. Those guys who sued him, yeah, fuck them. Uh, that's what I say. We got the Carpenters on the list. We've only just begun. Karen Carpenter. Yep, and we mentioned on our video podcast that probably ain't going to get aired, maybe clips, that she's a beautiful singer. Um, it's too bad what happened to her and how her life turned out. Moving on, Curtis Mayfield. And then we got CCR with Woodstock. Oh, yeah, the opening riff to Woodstock. Iconic. You know that song's coming on when you hear that, right? Woodstock, that's uh, Crosby Souls. Um, no. Cosby's and Nash. Yeah. No, I, didn't Cosby. Say, I didn't say the whole name. Oh, well. I just So you know what I'm talking about. You, you said it was a CCR. You know what? Don't argue with me, right? No, we're doing that a lot lately, so it's, it's working. I'll have to get up and kick your ass. No. I'm not sure you fucking get that high. You probably hurt yourself. You're right. I'd fall Pull a hamstring. Ass. You could probably grab my foot. I'd fall on my ass. <laughs> That's what my wife always does. Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to go down the list a little bit. we got Ike and Tina at 31 with Proud Mary. They retook a song that was huge and popular and made it huge and popular. So that's great. They were talented. Tina Turner is great. She's got a good voice. She is fucking awesome. Um, She's kind of like Dolly Parton when it comes to aging. 29. Ooh. The Grateful Dead. Oh. What, what, uh, what? Song was it? Trucking. Uh, you know why he knows that? Because I told him last time. No, because that's the obvious answer. <laughs> yeah. No, it could have been uh, driving that train high on cocaine. Casey Jones, no, it wasn't that. Could have been. Oh, yeah, I guess it could have been. It could have been one of their hundred or five hundred songs or whatever. No, only two played on the radio. Those two. Yeah, those other two I know for most of my life until I became the hippie. I my whole life, I always thought they only had two songs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, Grateful Dead fans. Uh, of which I'm one. Chicago is at 28. Deep Purple is at 27. 26 is Three Dog Night. Joy to the World. Joy to the fishies in the deep blue sea. Joy to you and me. Think of that. He's 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 joy to the fishies in the deep blue sea. I mean, like that's so nice of him. To right? Everything and everybody. Yeah, that's a good message. Even though that guy had a really bad life. And he was a drug addict most of his life, but I think he finally conquered it. Um, and I think he died. <laughs> I don't know. He might not have died. I'm not sure. Um, CCR is on the list again with Who Will Stop the Rain. I wish they would around here. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Beatles, Don't Let Me Down, 24, Santana, 23, The Carpenters again at 22, John Lennon at 21 with Instant Karma, which I love that song. It's we all, another great message. We all shine on like the moon, the stars, and the sun. And remember, we're all that. You are stardust. You are golden. You are million-euro carbon. But so that's two songs together if you didn't know that. So anyway. He's doing his own mashup. Ooh, <laughs> I love doing mashups. 
And we got James Taylor at, at uh, 19. The Fire and Rain. Uh, that you got it. But I skipped uh, Edwin Starr with War. Ooh, you got yo. What is it good for? That was in between there. Go back and find out what number that was if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> the Kings with Lola. We talked about Lola. Lola, Lola, Lola. So this song's about a guy who kind of went out and he saw this girl and then he realized she's a dude. So. Yes. That's what that song's about. So if you never heard Lola, which is a really good song. It is a good song, yes. I don't know if the guy's speaking by experience. I'll have to look that up. Why, how that song came about, why they wrote that song, but it's by the Kinks. The Kinks has a few good hits. They're a pretty good band. I like the Kinks. What do you think about the Kinks? Um, I enjoyed them back in the day. I don't listen to much anymore, but... Do you think they're kinky? I have no clue. You do you want to know? If they're kinky, no, not really. I didn't think you did. He don't want to know. Let the record show. Eric, don't give a shit whether the kinks are kinky. Or the tubes are tubey. I don't care. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> the tubes are tubey. Buddy, 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 buddy. Elton John is on the list. Number 17 with your song. You know that song, your song? Oh, yeah. It's a nice song. Oh, yeah. I think it goes something like this. It's a little bit funny. Yeah, that's a song. You're feeling inside. Yeah. Okay. Simon and Garfunkel are 15 with Bridge Over Troubled Water. That's been redone by a few people, including Elvis Presley. What do you think of Bridge Over Troubled Water? You think it's a great hit? Yeah, it was good for its time. Uh, do you have it on your playlist? I don't think I do. I'm not positive. Would you put it on your playlist? I have to listen to it again to see. All right. Well, that's who sings that is uh, Garfunkel, Art Garfunkel. He's the one who sings that. But Simon, Paul Simon wrote it, and he's the writer of most of the songs. I remember being on the radio a lot when I was a kid. He let Art, Art uh, Fart, <laughs> Fart Garfunkel. Easy thing you to say. Uh, but anyway, Fart Garfunkel. <laughs> He sang. I'm sorry, we're like six year olds, I know. He sang. He said song. fart. <laughs> He's the one who made it big. He's the man who made it big. He's the one who sang it. Paul Simon didn't sing it, even though it was Paul Simon's songs. And I've watched Paul Simon sing it, you know, doing concerts without uh, Fart Garfunkel. And <laughs> Paul Simon sings it better. Oh, really? Fuck yeah. He's a way better singer, in my opinion. Well, I've, I've had some music that I've liked over the years. So. I like. Them singing together, their harmonies. Right. But when they sing individually, uh, Paul Simon's got it, in my opinion. Okay, so he wants to get down to the list. And the reason I'm doing this, I just want to say, that somebody to Eric requested that we do 70s, and so I did some 70s, okay? Maybe I like it. You don't like the 70s? Well, we'll maybe, move on and find some other ones, too. Yeah. Or turn the channel. I don't know. No, don't turn the channel. Anyway, here. So, where are we at here? Um, what, what number was that again? Led Zeppelin with 13, the immigrant song. It was going something like this. Ah, ah, ah. You know that song? Yeah, it makes you think of Vikings. Right. That's what it was pretty much about, I think. Um, the Jackson 5, I'll Be There, is number 12. The Guess Who with American Woman is 11, which... Uh, Eric said that he likes the Lenny Kravitz 
remake of American Woman. I remember him saying that. He might have said it in the podcast. I don't particularly like it. I love Lenny Kravitz, and I like a lot of his songs, but I don't like that remake. I just don't. You like that, right? Oh, yeah. Do you like it better than the Guess Who? It's a different version. I mean, so it's done differently than the Guess Who. The Guess Who's it's much more mellow than Lenny Kravitz's version. Do you like it better? No, I don't like it better. Hmm. I like the version. Do you like Van Morrison? Oh, yeah. At number 10? Yeah, my favorite of his Into the Mystic. Yeah. Van Morrison rules. He had a band called his first, uh, might have been his first band called Them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He did like Gloria. Gloria. Which has been done a million eighty-four times too. G-L-O-R-I-A. I can spell, see? I told you I was smart. I have to have a song on a spell. That's how I learned how to do a lot of things when I was a kid from Schoolhouse Rock. And have you ever died eight eight six seven five four oh nine on the phone? Five three oh nine. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I, I probably did when I was a kid, and that came out. Yeah. Oh fucked up. Sorry. So anyway, so we have Moon Dance at ten. We got George Harrison with "My Sweet Lord." Oh, there you go. Which is a beautiful song. Yeah. I recommend you listen to that song if you never heard it. It goes. I really wanna know you. Da, da, da. I really wanna go with you. Da, da. I really wanna show you love, and it takes so long, my lord. Hallelujah, oh my lord. Okay? Have you ever heard that? No, this is the first time. I'm sorry if I don't sound as good as uh, ah. George Harrison, but hey, I'm not George Harrison. That's why George Harrison is George Harrison, and I'm me. <laughs> but I like me. Good that you do. Eric's looking at me like I'm a, a real idiot. And he gives me that look a lot. He gives me this look like, why do I uh, hang out with you sometimes? He gives me that look like, what? 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 He gives me that look. And he can't even talk when he gives me that look. Because no words are needed. No words are needed. <laughs> so, um, I like this uh, at number eight. I love this one. And it's from the great Paul Rogers with the band called Free before Bad Company. And it was called All Right Now. Does anybody know that song? Everybody knows that song. Okay, so I can move on. <laughs> uh, seven is CCR again with Have You Ever Seen the Rain? First they were up the list on Who Will Stop the Rain. Then they say... Have you ever seen the rain? I'm like, you fucking make up your mind. <laughs> do you want to stop the rain? Or do you want to see, see the, the rain? rain? Shit. These guys can't make up their minds. But hey, they made a lot of money with those two hits, so can't blame them. Janis Joplin at number six with Peace of My Heart. Know that one? Yes, I know. I know all these, dude. Sing it. Can you sing a little verse? No, I'm not going to. Not right now. Just a little verse for Not right now. All right. I'll Maybe later. Give another little piece of my heart now, baby. Take it. Take another little piece of my heart. My heart. Wow. Thank you. That was your. Second. That was worth it. And then we got James Brown with Sex Machine. Ah. I, I, I like watching him dance on stage. A little James Brown. Even though you couldn't understand the damn thing he'd say. Ow! I loved you. You understood that part, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I uh, one of Howard Stern sent him in. He was on a like a, a red carpet interview, and one of the interviewers stopped him and asked him this: uh, "Hey, Mr. James Brown, uh, do your balls ever hit the floor when you do the splits?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know what he said? Sometimes. 
He has a good sport. Look it up. Okay, now we're at... Number um, one? Nope. We're not going to get to number one. I'm taking my time. <laughs> okay, we're going to blaze through this. Um, Derek and the Dominoes with Layla is number two. And the Beatles with Let It Be is number one. That was 1970, huh? Yes, sir. Huh. But you know what? I skipped one. What I shouldn't have skipped. Number three. Black Sabbath with Paranoid. Paranoid. Yeah. I still listen to that one quite often. It goes... Da, 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 no. Yeah. Is that right? I listen to that one quite often. Actually, what one's Paranoid? Paranoid? Is that that one? I forgot Paranoid. Which one's Paranoid? I don't know. Okay, well... Anyway, <laughs> we're going to wrap this one up. Uh... Eric's running around in circles. Um, I think he's really antsy and has got shit to do. And I've been dragging this on. And we've gone a long time. No, actually, i got to pee. Oh, he's got to pee. <laughs> okay, so everybody, thanks for listening. And stay tuned for our next episode. We're going to do one more year of the 70s, probably 71. And, uh, and some more bullshit. Thank Peace. you very much. Away from the